everyone, I'm Funke and welcome to season one of People with Penny. So on People with Penny, we talk about small business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, and people yet to start their businesses in Nigeria. So for today's episode, we have the amazing Ifiyama here with us today. Ifiyama, please introduce yourself and tell our audience about you and your and your crafts. <laughs> okay, okay. Hi everyone, my name is Ifoma Obu. Um, well, I hate titles, but for the sake of this conversation, I'm the co-founder of two startups in Lagos. One is Frugals, a fashion resale um, company, and the other is Screda, an e-commerce stroke social commerce app. So, um, yeah, for both of them, I basically handle more of like creative ends. For Screda, I lead marketing and growth, while for Frugals, I basically do every other thing um including um content uh yeah sales operation all that you know but my sister handles like strategy and um a few other things like partnerships and so on um so that's me in a nutshell um so yeah oh yeah sorry i forgot to mention i'm also a model i forgot that part of my life <laughs> but yes on um on some days i'm also a fashion model so yeah yeah, that's great. That's very interesting. I was going to ask about the modeling parts because that was when I actually first came across um your page. And yeah, the person. So um yeah. when did you start Fruit Girls and Screda and why? Um okay, so my sister and I started Fruit Girls in 2019. We um basically wanted to we well still want to, we still want to make um, affordable clothing, more accessible or easily accessible to girls who are just like us, who believe in sustainable, you know, culture, who, I would say, I, I don't like to use the word broke. We are not broke in Jesus' name, but who don't want to break the bank to look good. <laughs> yes, so that's why and when we started Frugals. As for Screda, Funny enough, I joined Screda in 29, sorry, in December 2020, just as a regular employee. Like, I didn't go through any application process. I was just reached out to because of um, my co-founder, Emeka. He had seen me on Instagram and he liked, you know, what I was doing for myself. So he approached me to join the team, even though I had, like, um, doubts <laughs> Um, that I was able to do what he was asking me for because I didn't have any prior knowledge or experience about anything. Um, I joined in December as a regular employee um, to lead marketing and growth. But in in March this year, that was three mm -hmm. months after I was promoted to like being a co-founder as well. So um, yeah, and it's just been going well from there. No, that's great. That's that's very interesting. That's a great project. Um, like that's a great growth process from leading the team to like, like being the co-founder. Yeah. So what would you say helped you get from um the marketing to leading to being a co-founder? Um I would say it was my curiosity and my ability to accept that I didn't know stuff or my curiosity and willingness to learn. Um, it was my ability to take like responsibility because yeah, I say leading marketing, but to be honest, we're a small team. We're still responsible, even smaller than when I first joined. 
So it was just about taking like responsibility um, of like tasks and things I needed to do. And I guess that's one thing a lot of um, employers look out for in people. So it was just even easy to have the conversation about being or like becoming um, one of the co-founders as well. But yeah, I think those were the major things that made it so easy. So um, with Frugal, yeah. has the growth been over the years and how has social media helped Frugal's growth? Okay. Yeah, that's a very interesting question, actually. So like, um, we actually conceived the idea for Frugal's in 2017, but there was no action till 2019. There was no action you know, that was being put forward. Didn't mean that there was no action being, that was happening like behind the scenes, right? Yeah. So my sister and I were planning a lot. To be fair, he entered procrastination at some point, you know, mm-hmm. and also understand because it, looking at it now, it wasn't the right time because we had so many things going on. I think she was still in school or she was, okay, no, no, no. She was working and her work like was really, she was doing a proper like nine to five job. I was still in like the deep, deep, deep parts of school. I, I'm still in school now, but it's no longer as like intense as maybe when I was in like year two or something. So, um, we had the idea then in 2017, didn't do anything till 2019. Um, as for how social media has helped, um, I can't even underestimate like the power of social media in our growth. And this is social media coming from both, that's my sister and I's like personal social media. Cause even before we started putting things out, I already was always, you know, talking about frugals, frugals, you know, just trying to get people to anticipate like, oh, what's this thing? This one is always shouting about. So even before then, we already had about like 300 plus people following us. And a few um, people subscribe to our email list. I, I don't remember the exact numbers by, as of then. So um, when we launched, it was, you know, people were already looking forward to it. So it was easier to, you know, sell something to them. Um, however, we were not so consistent until this year like from 2019 to, to this year. So we, we haven't been consistent. And that's cause, you know, we've had, my sister and I have had like different, you know, things to, to still focus on until my sister quit hardship full time. So um, social media has really, really, really contributed like a lot. Like we even started off with building a community through content marketing and all the content basically was going on Instagram only. We're even doing Twitter or blogs or anything, just mm-hmm. Instagram. And right now, when we, you know, put stuff out there, people always willing to listen. So social media has contributed, like you know, a great amount to to our group. Yeah, that sounds great. And um, you mentioned that you started this with your sister. So what's that like doing business with? A family member because you know there are, there, are, there are periods where you're doing business with someone and they're clashing there and there so is it like is it easier for you to resolve yes. certain differences because your family or those that make it more challenging um it is annoying <laughs> oh my god it is annoying <laughs> levels because we also live together like we live together, we live alone together. So we're not just 
sisters, but we are business partners and we are housemates. Oh my God. <laughs> I think I've I've been waiting for like the perfect, you know, opportunity to just let this out. It is so annoying, first of all. Um, so like every other thing, they're actually pros and they are cons. Um, to be honest, there are times we have messed up in ways that if I mess up with a stranger, they'll cut me off fast, they'll tell me to go. But um, that's one pro of like working with my sister, that there's that, you know, um, there's that attachment beyond that business. So, and not just, she, she's not just my sister, she's my elder sister. So she will still always see me as her younger sister, you know, sometimes when I do things that, you know, are not favorable to the business. Um, so there are definitely pros, you know, there's definitely more understanding, there is more, um, you know, like it's easier to get through challenges together because we are not just seeing it as oh, business. We're also seeing it as, you know, trying to build ways to get our family out of like, you know, favorable conditions for life. Mm. So there's this mindset. We are both working um, together in pursuit of one one common goal. Um, however, the annoying parts well, I, the, the annoying parts don't overshadow the good parts. Let me be fair, Sha. It's annoying, but we always get through it. But it's definitely difficult. It's difficult because when we have like some business disagreements, it spirals into personal family things sometimes. And that just goes on and on and on for a while. And we are not able to get anything done. But um, we're definitely like, we treat things like professionally. Like we can be in the same house. And I don't want to be in her room or anything because but one time we were having a meeting and I went to her room, I was on her bed and I slept up during the meeting. But <laughs> that sometimes I don't go to the room. So I stay up, stay on my computer and we use Google Meet to be talking in the same house yeah. so that you know, we can actually take it seriously. So yeah, there are good sides and bad sides. But for me, the good side definitely overshadowed the bad. Really bad. That's great. That's very interesting. Um. So how how is it like? Was it like owning running a business with your sister and then being a co-founder as creator, where you know there is a team? What's that like? And how are you finding balance with both? Um. Okay. So um. For me, it's it's a mentality thing. Yes, um, I, I even had to go back to check for the meaning of a startup, like the real meaning. And then it made me realize that, see, Fruit Girls is also a startup. Yes, it's just you and your sister right now. Um, we have external partners for, you know, other parts of the, you know, business, maybe like laundry, delivery and stuff. But mm. it's just me and my sister doing a lot of the groundwork. So I've basically... Um, it's fine-tuning myself to see the bigger picture, right? So I treat both as the same, like, level of, you know, these two things have to work. As for finding a balance, I've actually found a good way to create an inter a good intersection. Recently, we partnered with Screda <laughs> at Frugals. Oh. And, yeah, I know, it's funny because I, I work things, yeah, on this, on two ends, so what we did was we we um, put up our products um, 
on we set up a store on Screda and we put up our products there. If when we when we um got sales, Screda has this feature where you can record your sales. So we did that because Screda has a flat rate fee of one thousand naira delivery for all vendors who use it to anywhere in Lagos. So we thought that was smart and we thought that was good for our own community. So they don't have to worry about expensive delivery fees. So there was that partnership recently. So it's really just about one looking at the two of them you know with the same level of importance and just prioritizing like okay i need to do this for screda now doesn't mean i'm not doing anything for frugals just dividing my time although it's crazy because some days i'm just confused and tired but i think prioritizing helps me know okay which particular thing i should be working on part time um and yeah because they're both early stage startups there's a fair level of understanding between my sister, who is my business partner for Frugals, and Emeka, who is the co-founder as well at Sreda. So yeah. Mm, that's great. I'm glad that you've been able to find like a rhythm that works for you. Uh, so what will you say are the misconceptions mm. people have about being a founder, running a startup? Um, first, the thing that I think one misconception people have, hmm, let me think well, I think people think it's easy. I don't think anybody thinks it's easy to be a founder anymore. Um, yeah, but okay, I would say I think some people think that you're just chopping life. <sighs> yeah, like, yeah, I think some people do have that you know, conception, unless people who are in the startup space that understand maybe about fundraising and how, you know, if you've not raised funds yet, you are basically almost not getting paid, you're bootstrapping, just hanging on for your dear life, trying to yeah. make the, the startup work. So I think people seem the idea that once you just say I found out that you're chopping life. And I, to be honest, I don't like titles as well, but I feel that they're necessary for certain like, um, yeah. Um, cases and I, I also realized my dislike for titles is mostly or partly rooted in imposter syndrome so mm. I also have to like say it so that I can imposter syndrome but yeah I think that's one thing people think uh, well eventually but not right now not chopping right now <laughs> okay um you mentioned imposter syndrome and yes that's 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 the devil right there Shelly with creatives um, I, I know, oh, oh well, mm -hmm. yeah, because um, when I first saw your page, it was when you were modeling, and you know, there was, I feel like there was a phase where you were really into modeling, and you were, obviously, you were doing amazing, so how were you able to transition your personal brand, because there's a thing where people tend to put you in a box if you're known for something, so how did you transition from mm. being known as a model to actually, you know, um, marketing experts or someone that's, and as someone that is a co-founder to two startups, how was that path for you and how did you deal with the self-doubt and everything that came with it? Yeah, so I'm a Christian, which means that I believe in like the leading of the Holy Spirit, right? I feel like a lot of things don't make sense to us until, until time passes then you look like, oh, 10 years back, oh my God, this is why this thing happened. 
so that this thing that's happening today could have happened. Um, so I believe in that, first of all. And I made a post about this putting people in a box thing. I made, I made the example of Rihanna, how Rihanna was literally like the golden girl, like music, everything. But she made that transition. She built a platform with music, right? She had like, she already had millions of fans and maybe dollars, I don't know for sure, but that's what it seemed like, right? But mm -hmm. she made that transition, you know, into the beauty industry, which is still a subsection of um, entertainment generally. So um, me, I believe in like, do, do, like people can have an expectation for you, but if those expectations are not your desires, then let them go, like breathe. Cause to be honest, there was a point I really wanted to be the whole cover girl, London, Paris, Milan. And I was looking like, oh my God, why is this thing not happening? But it's happening to people I know, like even people that I had more modeling experience than would just enter the industry, bah, next thing they're scouted, gone. So me, I was just there in school, Unilag, you know, I was using that to console myself. Oh, I'm a student, at least. I'm in school, I'm in school, I'll use my degree for something. Yeah. But as all of these things eventually started to play, I realized that maybe why those things happen is because God wanted, or, you know, he wanted me to just have a platform, if, if, you know, just even if it's small, because I don't have a lot of followers like that, you know, but I can go to places in fact, even you, for example, like speaking to me now, you're saying you've seen me somewhere before. And yeah. That's how it is now. I can go to places and people as little as recognize me or my face from somewhere, right? And I tweeted about this thing like a few days ago that how just people is now aiding my growth in, you know, as or, or like my growth in my marketing role. Um, and to be honest, marketing is not what I want to do. Like I want to go into design um, and I was already learning um, how to code like before Squid app pushed me with the job. So I I am well on my way to learning design. So eventually I'll now even see how marketing would help me understand design. Mm. So um I really believe in just being open-minded to the possibility of different things happening. I am still a model. I am still in the fashion industry. I don't know when people say, oh, why did you leave the fashion industry? Nobody's father owns the fashion industry. I'm still there, but yeah. maybe in a different degree than mm. what it was like a few years ago. You know, maybe no longer as a model, like full-time, full-time, you know. So, um, yeah, and, you know, this startup exposure almost is priceless because from here now, there's literally nothing I want to do that I cannot do again. Like mm. having these conversations about fundraising, marketing, starting an organization. Like this is literally how dreams come true. Like those big dreams, you know, that we see Steve Jobs, you know, Google, all them founders. Like this is where it starts from. And I'm just grateful that, okay, right now I'm not chopping life, like I said before, but I am learning a lot and I'm giving myself time to learn. So I'm, I'm happy, like, in hindsight, I'm actually happy at, you know, the slow and gradual transition. I still model um, when I want to, when people reach out to me with good offers. I will be fair, I'm not actively chasing it, but maybe eventually I would continue. You know. 
Mm, yes, I think it's interesting um, what you said about people putting you in a box and the Rihanna and the Rihanna example because nobody, no one really saw Rihanna coming like this to be the like this powerhouse in fashion and the beauty industry, and I just love to see it. Okay. So, um, yep. how do you deal with bad days with work? Uh, yeah, I, I don't work. I sleep, like, with my full chest. <laughs> I, and I love it. I don't feel bad about it. I, like, okay, yes, it, it's a liberty. It's actually um, a privilege because some people cannot go a day without reporting to someone who, like, like you know, that structured, you know, more defined structure, work structure. Um, mm-hmm. We have that screwed but truthfully wise team like you know so there's still that liberty i enjoy so i sleep like legitimately i don't mm. even i don't even watch movies some people say oh, i just use my laptop nothing that's how i deal with bad days and then i pray like because these are things that strengthen me if like oh more i can't emphasize that sleeping guy <laughs> like i just sleep i don't even go <laughs> i sleep guiltlessly Ah, I love that. I love that you you already have like a way to let all the stress out and you just do it without feeling guilty. Because to be honest, everyone deserves to breathe and deserves to, re- to rest because being a co-founder to two startups can be very draining. Can be. Uh, more, and they are running they are running on the same time zone. Like mm. so I literally have to simultaneously but yeah so I, I sleep with my chest like so um which challenges do you see yourself facing in your current career path and how are you overcoming those challenges oh my god it's getting users like oh my god oh my god <laughs> i never understood how difficult the um adoption adoption is in nigeria with new products like um so um with frugals it's easier well seemingly easier to get people to buy because um my sister and i have attached our personal brands to frugals but with squader where you know it can't really be about me even though people like know that i'm a part of this it can't really be about me um so getting users it's so hard um, and I never knew that it would be this hard because I told you that like when I joined I didn't know anything about marketing a startup all I just knew was okay a few things about marketing myself personally posting on Instagram all those things but someone saw that raw talent and literally took a bet on me because why the hell did you come to do your marketing right so I've had to learn a lot on the job and more getting users so hard. But how how we're navigating that is by trying, like, just try different things, right? Like, literally, if I can learn on the job and learn, then it can also apply to this challenge. Like, try out different things, you know. Some things will not work. There are sometimes we've done things that targeted the wrong people, and it was quite annoying because it was like, oh, my God, if this thing has got, had gotten to the right eyes, there are some... KPIs would have hit, you know. Um, so yeah, we try as many things as we can do, even on a very tight budget. Like these days, I mean, people's DMs, like 
shamelessly, you know, so that's one part of it. And just constantly talking about what you're doing, like Screda, 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 just putting the name in people's ears. Okay, you're not signing up though, but you're hearing this thing. So we've, 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 um, yeah, that's what we're applying. And also just trying to build a personal relationship with people who, um, decide on their own that you know they want to try this thing out because more it's like we really appreciate you so yes so definitely acquiring new users especially for e-commerce because it's like people already think they have the alternatives but it's like trying to prove to them that a better alternative is so hard but mm-hmm. we're doing it anyway so um for people that want to be part of the startup culture and work in startup what are the two tips that you would give them? Um, okay, it's funny because I mean I was going to do an Instagram post about this, but I've just been stalling on even posting. But I would say like one way is to is to use people's products. Yes, like it may seem like I'm soliciting for no, it doesn't even have to be squader. Use like there's literally a technological re- revolution going on like is literally nigeria slash africa to the world with mm. tech we've seen that happen with music we're seeing it happen with tech so one way to plug yourself in is by actually being a user that's how your opinions on certain products would be valid that's how you start to understand user experience without anybody even telling you that it's user experience you know that's how you can make valid contributions and criticize constructively if you're just looking on the outside you may not have much to say so i would say that's one way to like plug yourself in another way is to i I think it still ties back but joining in on conversations obviously with wisdom is not everything you talk about um and supporting startups really in any way whether it's by tweeting or by signing up or by talking about it because that's how the important people will notice you for when you're now ready to do your own to be honest that's it like or that's how me i can see from my own um, perspective and it's just like constantly learning so that because this is, is very tough and, yeah, there can be a little bit of condescension in this space that I, or, you know, it shocked me at oh, first, wow. but I can't, I can't understand why, because people are literally building mind-blowing things, so you can't even tell them anything. So it's just constantly learning enough so that when you two, you just say something or do something, it has enough impact, you know, so that's, that's what I think. It's great, great. Um, okay, so do you think it would be different for you if you were working in another country with regards to modeling and working with a startup in another country and how would that be different? Hmm, it would definitely be different. It would definitely be different. I, I don't want to qualify it as better but i know mm. it to be different um so nigeria obviously there's a lot of growth like you have to struggle to grow here 
whereas in other you know more advanced countries all you just have to do is work just work enough like yeah we've gone from working to hard working mm-hmm. to struggle so, <laughs> like, struggling, like exactly so I think it would be different. I'm curious to know how different. Though. God, please hear hear my cry. <laughs> but, Why do you want but, to go? Is it Canada or? I don't even know. To be honest, I've never thought of it because I'm always thinking of my family. Even family is still here. There's no way in the world I will be that I will have peace of mind. So, I've never really thought of it. You know. Um. So yeah. Um. But yeah, I th- I think it would be different because there is easier access to things. I even from a creative point now. Like, I want to organize the shoots. It's so easy to find locations and shoot there without the man or security man telling me that I can't take pictures here or that I have to pay a certain amount to take pictures. You know, it's just easier. And photographers have also said, oh, the weather there, you know, is more favorable. And I've noticed it. Sometimes I just see pictures that someone took in Nigeria. And then the same person took that picture abroad. And I know which one was taken in Nigeria. So I'm starting to believe that, yes, the weather also helps. Well, it's unconscious, I know all. So, yes, I know it will be different. I don't know how different I am. I, I think in as much as, like, Nigeria hasn't been so encouraging in, in recent times, I'd still like to be rich enough to just travel and come back at my own disposal. I, I have never really thought of a complete relocation, but if that's part of God's plan, who am I to fight? Mm. <laughs> that's great. I feel you. Oh, it's, been, it's been amazing speaking with you. Um, we're concluding soon. Yeah. Um, but I'd like you to tell us an interesting fact about yourself, about just if you're mad. Okay. One interesting thing about me is no matter where I am or who's there doing something, I always just think I am the best. Like, like, and I don't think of it in comparison to like anyone that would make me now or maybe look down on them. No, I just see myself and think, I'm the only person in the world and I'm the best. Like, I think it's really interesting because it's, it's, it's so real that, like, that's really how I feel. I don't know if this is the kind of fact you, you're looking for, but in fact, that's the only thing I could think of. No, it's fine. That, that's very interesting. And I actually love it. I love the energy. I love the confidence. Yeah. Like, you feel like the best, then, I mean, that's, I just love it. <laughs> I wish I can be feeling like that all the time. Yeah, I don't feel like that all the time. I'm not like, but I don't make it obvious to people. Yeah. So sure. I just call myself to order and go back out. Um. So I would like you to tell us if you have any last words for anyone listening to this, a struggling business owner, someone working in startup, a struggling model in Nigeria. Just. Yeah. What would you want to tell them right now? Yeah. And um, honestly, I would say it starts from the mind. Like, don't don't look at what is happening outside. And and this is actually the basis of faith. I understand this now on a more personal level. Like, just tell yourself from within first, this thing is going to work. This is who I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to do. This is the level of impact I'm going to make. And 
literally command the universe and like the universe will bring those things. I, I've heard a lot of people talk sometimes as if the as if the universe controls the people in it, but we actually control it. It's like it starts from the mind and legit like keep pushing. Like if you want something so bad, keep pushing, but still open your mind to possibilities happening. I think once you're able to create that balance of like pushing well enough or hard enough for things you want and still opening your mind to possibilities of like other things happening then you're good to go you just know that nothing no matter what you do nothing bad will happen to you and when things when things that are bad happen you get over it like legit it's sure for you like just tell yourself that it's sure for you so that's why i'll tell anyone I'm going to be telling myself that it's sure for you. Mad. <laughs> really, um, it's an amazing having you here, uh, Shoma. So thank you so much for <laughs> speaking with us. Hopefully we'll have you on another season of People yes. with Penny. Yes, thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned something from their story. And if you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, or, or you plan on starting a brand in Nigeria, we are the best team to be by your side on your journey. Check out penny.co to find out how to get started with us. So I'll see you next week Thursday for another amazing episode. Bye.